This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, November 19th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. A year ago this week at the Cato Institute's annual monetary conference, Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke announced steps to increase the Federal Reserve's transparency. Why then, William Poole asks, is the Fed going about dramatic shifts in policy with no formal announcements? William Poole is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and is the former president and chief executive officer of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. Very little of the data that's coming out uh, recently indicates inflationary pressure, right? Correct. If that's the case, is there a risk that uh, the Fed will in some way try to inflate away some of the problems that uh, that we're having right now? I believe that's a longer run risk. I don't think it's a risk in the near term. I think the problem in the near term the Fed faces is how to prevent the economy from spiraling downward into a very deep recession with the uh, risk, I say risk, not probability, but the risk of ongoing deflation that would be extremely damaging to the economy. That's the problem the Fed is dealing with right now. And I believe the Fed's going to be successful. I think deflation is unlikely. But there are a lot of downward forces on the economy that uh, could end up, if not offset by the Federal Reserve, in a deflationary environment. You have suggested that the Federal Reserve has essentially an unannounced policy change. Describe what you mean. Well, when we look at the data, it's now been going on for long enough, enough weeks, that it seems to be pretty unmistakable. Uh, Two things we could focus on. First, the FOMC routinely announces a target for the federal funds rate, sometimes called the intended federal funds rate. And the job of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York is to keep the actual rate close to the target. In recent weeks, the Fed funds rate has been trading persistently below the target. The announced target, as uh, everyone who follows the markets knows, is a 1% federal funds rate. But the rate has been trading persistently below that. So that can't be an accident. And the New York Fed is allowing the rate to trade persistently below target. Secondly, the reason that that's happening, or in association with that, the Federal Reserve has engineered an extraordinarily large increase in bank reserves. Bank reserves have been running for close to a year at about $100 billion in the aggregate in the entire banking system. That number is now ballooned up to about $470 billion, uh, an increase of, um, of, well, about four times the initial level, over four times. That can't be an accident. And yet there has been no announcement by the Federal Reserve of what certainly appears to me as a, a very pronounced policy change. If you look at the aggregate bank data, you'll see that bank uh, credit, total bank credit, is rising. But one of the reasons that it's rising is that companies that have contractual arrangements with banks for credit lines, those companies are now drawing down the credit lines. So bank total bank credit is expanding. It's being taken up by companies that are in for, for either of two reasons. One is that some companies apparently are fearful that the credit lines will be rolled back and the companies want to be sure that they have access to that credit before the bank cuts back on the line. Secondly, probably more important, a lot of companies have been hard-pressed in their own financing in the market. So, for example, companies that routinely use the commercial paper market also routinely maintain backup lines of credit with banks. 
So when a company has difficulty in borrowing in the commercial paper market, which by reports some companies have, they go to their backup lines of credit, uh, which were there exactly for that purpose. But what this has meant is that the bank's capacity to lend is being taken up by these established credit lines, and banks do not have any additional funds available to lend to even creditworthy new customers. And that's the sense in which bank credit is frozen. Ordinarily, a creditworthy new customer would be welcomed with open arms. Banks like to develop these long-term relationships with good credit risk. But uh, good credit risks, if they did not previously have banking arrangements, are finding themselves being turned away, or maybe they're being turned away for any increases in bank credit. So bank, banks are stressed, and the entire financial system is, uh, I'll say, compacting uh, toward uh, instruments of very low risk and very short duration. So you might be able to get commercial paper sold for a seven-day maturity, uh, but you want longer-term financing. You might want 90-day or 120-day commercial paper, and companies that ordinarily tap those longer uh, uh, maturities are unable to gain accommodation in the market. How does what the Fed is doing in so, terms of its bank reserves and the allowing right. uh, the rates to, to uh, float down below the targets? I, I believe that what's happened here is that the Federal Reserve has de facto moved to a policy that economists call quantitative easing. So that instead of focusing the policy objective on a target federal funds rate and interest rate, the Fed is now letting the interest rate go uh, toward zero, near zero, and has instead got a quantitative target for bank reserves. I don't know what that target is. The Fed has not made any announcement, but that's what the data would seem to indicate. Uh, I have not seen any confirmation of that because the Fed has not been transparent, has not explained. Now, I think the failure of the Fed to explain what's going on is very, very unfortunate. The Fed needs to communicate with the markets to have a good monetary policy result. That's a longstanding finding of the monetary policy literature. And in fact, the Fed has been increasingly transparent and very transparent since 1994. Now, the Fed is suddenly quiet on what is taking place, an enormous change, it appears to me, and yet the Fed is totally silent. The problem with that is that it's going to breed distrust in the market, questions about what the Fed is up to, and what can possibly be the reason for the Fed not being straight with the markets, explaining what it is doing. And odd, considering a year ago, right on this stage, uh, here Ben Bernanke made the announcement that he would be increasing uh, Federal Reserve transparency. Many members of the Fed, and I was one of them when I was in office, have emphasized the importance of transparency and have supported steps along the way toward greater transparency. William Poole is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and is the former president and chief executive officer of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.